When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Dort Podcast with Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. The Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keith. Joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rolf Von Dolph. All hail the King of Ginger Ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? The original Muppet himself, Rolf. Right? Rolf. Love Rolf. Love yeah, was Rolf. He the first ever, right? I think he was the original Muppet. God damn, he's good. He's he great. is. He's good. And I'll tell you what, he steals a few moments in the topic du jour as well. Sure does. Keep our hand too much, but he is a treat. <laughs> I've watched this thing so many times since we said we were going to do it. Yeah, I've watched it twice now. Oh, great. And day. I have thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of mm-hmm. thoughts on this. I have a lot of thoughts as well. But Ryan, save those thoughts because right now we got to get into this. The nominations for the 80th uh, Golden Globes came out this past week. The AVN Awards. The AVNs. The AVNs. Golden Globes. This is celebrating TV and film, similar to the Dorkies. The Dorkies are probably better. Oh, by the way. probably took that from us. They probably stole that idea from us. I think so. And I was wondering... I know we usually do it in January, but to really celebrate 2022 in all its glory, should we do the Dorkies next week? Yes, let's do that. that. Let's blow let's your mind. Yeah, that blows my mind. I'm I'm ready for it. Mind your own. I say I say we do that because then in January we can like do the movies and the TV shows and all the stuff oh, and like really look ahead. Si- and we can get silly with it. Is what silly. we can do. Oh, we got a couple of silly geeks. Silly with the movies and Uh what have you. Yeah. Here are your nominees, Ryan. Every single nominee for the Golden Globes. I'm upset. I'm upset about it. All right. So they did five movies for drama, five for musical comedy. The drama, the five awards, or the five noms. Mm -hmm. Avatar, The Way of Water, Elvis, The Fablemans, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. Like, what? Now, to this point, I've seen 55 movies, I think, that have come out this year. Yeah. I got to see Top Gun Maverick before our award oh, show. I've, I've not seen it. I have not oh, seen it. Oh, that might be a stand. When you see it, I might. I, we might just have to do like a little dink just to get your reaction to it. Yeah, we'll do a dink. Yeah. The only one on this list I've seen is Elvis, and to me, is one of the worst movies of the year. It was atrocious. Terrible. I, I, I think I, last time we talked about that movie, I described it as an assault. It's awful. I hated it. Oh. Yeah, so much. I think it, it was bad because I thought the kid who played Elvis actually did a good job. I, I have no idea what the hell Tom Hanks was doing or Boz Lerman. I have no idea what that was all about. Yeah, I'm glad that they didn't give Tom Hanks uh, a nom because that just would have been like, oh, he's Tom Hanks because he was atrocious in the movie. Oh, so that so bad. That would have been insulting. That kid, Austin Butler, did get nominated. Um, but for musical slash comedy, they should probably dump like how many musicals come out every year. Two? I mean, they, they don't not enough that they have to give it its own categories, which is oh. I get it, but yeah. 
So they went with Babylon, the Banshees of Inisharan, which I was what I I'm told is very very good. So I that's I, that I actually do want to see. I have 20 minutes left in it because it's currently on HBO Max. Yes. Awesome. Okay, I gotta see. It. it could go. It could be based on how it ends. Like maybe it's the best movie of the year that I've seen. Okay. Right. Based on the way it ends, it could also kind of fall a little bit flat. But it's been great. And without giving anything away, basically the uh, the the gist of the movie. And like this is immediate. So there's two. It's uh, on this island that's a part of Ireland, right? Mm-hmm. Taking place during the Irish Civil War, or whatever. But Colin Farrell and Brandon Gleason play best friends, or so you think. And then Brandon Gleason, like one day, is like doesn't want to be friends with them. And like that's basically the movie. But like w- all the different ways that it goes, <laughs> like it's just like two grown men, two men older yeah. than us, like that would go to the bar all the time and drink. And then one day the guy's like, "Don't talk to me anymore." Can I tell you something about my my personal life? Of course. This might hit a little too close to home. This recently happened to me. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Who did you who did you shun? Uh it was a friend from home, a friend I won't say his name, but a friend I've mentioned to you who was probably aside from you and another person, probably my oldest friend. Just told me I, just straight up like I never want to see you talk to you again. Oh, he told you. Yep. I mean, I assume you didn't tell this person, but I think I know who it is. You know who it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it just was just like, no, we're done. I was like, okay. holy shit! So that yeah, that's this movie. That's this you, yeah. You you could do a a modern twist on it because this I could place in the twenties. So they'd be like a hundred years later. Here's a couple of guys from uh, Southern New Hampshire, and this is what happened. Who were just like, nah. He just like told me straight up one day. He's just like, this was like a month ago. He's just like, nah. How is that even a thing? Um, you don't have to tell me too much about it. What it, it's like. You know, okay, without telling you too much, it's basically yeah. like, you know, when someone is like, they've gone, like, I don't want to say full Kanye, but they've gone like. You did, you don't way. agree with everything. Yes. Right. And and basically there was something that was like, I was like, hey, like, cut the shit. Kind Got of. it. You know what I mean? Like, cut it yeah. out. Let's and really- it was like, and that's when he was just like, all right, well, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was like. You breaking up with me? What? what? Yeah, it's felt like that. It's not to get too you know in the weeds with it, but it's been felt like a little bit like that. That is really strange. Yeah, yeah, that that's bizarre. Because like again, you think like Super old, bizarre. You get older, you have families or whatever, and it's like yep. the people that you're friends with are the ones you still talk to. The ones that you don't, you just kind of move on. But to like actually have that conversation is just oh yeah, like usually you just like wild. it just kind of like peters out. But it was just like <laughs> we're yeah, done. we're good here. Yeah, in so in so like in not as many words, but there was some more swearing involved. Ah, well, I'll tell yeah. you what, right? Then you're gonna have a different kind of appreciation for this film, but I'll be very curious yeah. to see what you think and all the different yeah. ways that it turned. So that movie, I gotta finish it when, when we're done with this. I'm gonna pop in the last 20 minutes, but it's recently on HBO Max, so I, I recommend mm-hmm. it already. Uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once is another movie it's I gotta phenomenal watch. Phenomenal movie. It'll probably be my. Everybody says it's the best movie of the year, so. Mm-hmm. We'll see, but I'll, I'll definitely watch that one before we do our, our nominations and our mm-hmm. award show. Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, which is in theaters. It'll be on Netflix in like 10 days, so we can yes. watch that then. And then Maybe that's to- after the dorkies. That's one in January. We tackle that one. Yeah, we could, we could dive into yeah. that one. Uh, let's see. Actors and actresses, kind of, you know, whatever. The, the TV shows, <sighs> they split them up drama and musical comedy as well. Uh, they also do limited anthology TV film, which is a good category right. too. So, best TV series drama: Better Call Saul, The Crown, 
House of the Dragon, Ozark, and Severance. So two of those shows, to me, absolutely belong there. And that being Severance and Better Call Saul. The other ones I feel like were good, mm-hmm. but not... Ozark didn't blow me away. Ozark, no. Ozark was, ver- was very good. I like Ozark a lot. Solid show. Um, House of the Dragon, I could probably have that. I could probably do House of the Dragon. Yeah. The Crown, I didn't see it. I don't know. Uh, musical comedy, Abbott Elementary, The Bear, Fuck yeah. Hacks, Only Murders in the Building, and Wednesday. Um, Wednesday's fantastic. Hacks is, I love Hacks. Yeah. Um, and The, the bear, bear, obviously, is just, Jesus Christ, is that show good? I mean, I, I guess it's a comedy. That's a, that's, it's funny. There's funny parts. It's funny. So Barry didn't get nominated this year. Which is a shame. Which is weird. Yeah, which is uh, not as weird as the biggest snub. Not the biggest snub I saw this year. Oh, Rhea Seahorn. What the fuck? She never gets nominated for Better Call Saul, and she's. I figured the last season you think she would because she was outstanding. She was. She was awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I don't. I don't like that one. Uh, We also got for the limited anthology or TV film Mm -hmm. Blackbird, which I liked a lot. Mm -hmm. Dahmer, I didn't finish. The Dropout, Pam and Tommy, which really wasn't that good. And then The White Lotus. Fuck The White Lotus, man. I feel like it's, I mean, I guess technically it's an anthology series, but. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, Andor got some some love. Uh, Actually, no, it didn't. Never mind. Well, uh, what's his name? Diego Luna got nominated for for an award. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. Or Andor. Did he? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He All right. But Andor is fantastic. So he is now oh. the only Star Wars person other than Alec Guinness who's been nominated for an award. Yeah, so he got Best TV Series Drama. He got nominated. And kind of bullshit. That like, So they clearly saw the show, liked the show. They liked him. That it was a better show than Ozark and should have been nominated for it. And I think they do They do tend to give some love to the shows that have like ended completely. Like yeah. that year. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. So Ozark and Better Call Saul are probably going to be pretty heavy on those, but still, no Rhea Seahorn is is unconscionable. It's criminal. Yeah. It's, it's it's criminals what that is. So anyway, that's the uh, the Golden Globes. Next week, the Dorkies much more important. Speaking mm-hmm. of the Dorkies, last year it was a late submission, so it did not get nominated, but it may have had a chance to win. And that was the TV show Yellow Jackets, which came out late December. We didn't see it till the new year, so it was technically a t- twenty one show, and. Season two is coming out on March 24th. They had a very brief teaser. This show is fucking nuts. I love and this show. So my wife, as you know, when she likes a show, she goes full hog into <laughs> like deep dives and t- who the showrunner is. And so I get all this information. And I think she said that the showrunners have written three seasons. And they, okay. they are like, that's it for like the story. So hopefully they... There isn't enough people who like with the clarity of vision, like this is a three season show. This is where it's going to go. And this is where it's going to end. Yeah. Right. What's the best, and the best advice, writing advice I ever got from a a college professor, best way to end a paper, Rich. On a high note. Stop. (laughs) What's the best way to end a paper? Yeah. Stop. Just quit it. Like just quit doing it. You know, when you start rambling at the end, like I feel like a lot of shows do that where there's like, I don't really know how to end this. Uh If you have a show that you're like, all right, this ends in season three. That's it. Like Vince Gilligan did it in five seasons. Yeah. Just do it. Or uh, five seasons of both, right? 
the Better Call Saul and or six. Uh, of Better, Call Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul. I think had more episodes than yeah. than Breaking Bad, but yeah, but still, mm-hmm. yes. The man, the leftovers. That was three seasons. It was like I think book, book, and then the show, or then like their own thing, or whatever. Yeah. However, it worked out. But yeah, Yellow Jackets. I can't wait for. And so, uh, just a couple of months away from that, we also got DC news and uh, Wonder Woman three scrapped. Apparently, Patty Jenkins had an idea. She's like, "Hey, here's Wonder Woman three and then James Gunn and the crew are like, "Nope." So nope. I. So again, this is like conflicting reports because. The report that's coming, kind of coming out of like the Patty Jenkins people, is that she had a treat. So the the facts we know is she had a treatment for her script, right? Mm-hmm. This was done before James Gunn was brought on, and the they so according to like people who are on her side, they told her to completely threw it out the window and said you got to write it again. People associated with DC are saying we had to make some adjustments to it to fit in with what we're going to do. And she was just like, no, and walked out. Rough. So I yeah. don't know. And again, there's the truth is probably somewhere in between the two. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah. You know, but um, you got you to think bringing James Gunn in and you had this treatment for this script. And like you said, you kind of said in a tweet, like 1984 was trash. Like we got to get <sighs> that. Oh, like I, I can tell you, I saw that movie. Yeah. I know the day I saw, I saw it on New Year's Eve, two years wow. ago. Rag. and no because i was it was either that or go out so i'm like i'll just watch a shit movie instead of going I'd out just to spend money i'll spend 20 dollars 20 dollars to watch a shit movie and drink on my couch then deal with people yeah because this was at the height of COVID, i believe too no this was um, free didn't they put this one out for free on hbo max oh that's right it was I free it was. but I, I mean it was you however much you whatever you pay for right. max. Yeah. um but i don't remember a single thing from this movie other than the fact that it was a little rapey I, I remember Kristen Wiig as Cheetah. See, like, I barely remember. And then I remember them busting out those gold armor for Wonder Woman. That and was, was supposed to be indestructible, and it was gone in five minutes? Done. Yeah, it's immediately done. Yeah, see, that's all coming to, back to me now. But like, Trying to figure out how Steve Trevor was still around. And be like, but he wasn't. He was how, just some glamour, but it was just like some random guy who she was just, like, banging the whole time who he didn't know. I didn't. Just, like, non-consensual, which is, you know. I didn't. I didn't like the movie. And I didn't care for it. <laughs> even the first one's not great, but it was good. And so I, it's an important character to the DC. But I'm like, I, you know, maybe we don't need Patty Jenkins to get a third one. But um, Joshua so, Clark brings up a good. Was the Yellow Jackets episode the Deep Dick episode? Ooh, I think it was. I don't know. That's good. Dork because I remember being so pissed because I really wanted to talk about Yellow Jackets. Or whatever the topic was, and you just couldn't stop laughing. And like I had things that I really wanted to say, and I couldn't could say them with a straight face. It could have been. I don't. I honestly don't remember. So bad. It's. It has to do with the connection. It has to be the connection because my shit's fine. It wasn't narrator. It was not fine. I'm talking normally. <laughs> it could have been. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not so sure. Mm-hmm. Speaking of TV shows, Ryan. Well, we were at some point. Uh, the Bad Batch season two is coming out less than a month from now, January fourth. Are you rock hard for this show? No, I would say I'm like soft. I am. What's it? Um, scared. Who's the fucking Ray? What are you? Why can I think of his name? Everybody loves Raymond. Why can't I think of his name? Ray Romano. Ray Romano. Um, 
You know when he's doing Saturday Night Live. bunch and mocks. <laughs> make my little peepee go. Hmm? I'm a little so like, sassy molassy. Yeah, but that's about it. That's where I, where I'm. I'm like, nah. Yeah, I just like I like the connections. I like the I like uh, I didn't love the first season, but Clone Wars, Rebels, Tales of the Jedi were all good. So it's the same idea, same mold. So I'll let's give it a, a go. Little, let's get yeah. a little less kitty with this one now. Let's get yeah, yeah. let's get into some shit here. These guys Girl, are supposed uh, to be badasses. Omega? Yeah. Ricka. 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 Yeah, Omega. Ricka. I could do without that. More Fennec Shand, you know? Now, isn't there one of the rumors was that the Bad Batch might be the crew that rescues Grogu from Order 66? See, now you're fucking talking. Yeah. Now you're talking. Now we're cooking with gas. That'd be pretty badass. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. Do mm-hmm. that. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the news. That's what we got right now. So let's get to actually a couple of big items in this. It's time for Davy's video game minute. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Ryan. What do you have? Well, I have a lot. I got a lot of things to say because the video <laughs> game awards were this week and the big winner um, to the surprise of a handful. Hmm. The big winner was Elden Ring, um, which took home game of the year, best game direction, best art direction. Uh, let's see here. A bunch of shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, and so um, this is definitely on my list. We're going to talk about this in the dorkies. We're going to talk about this next week. And this this game, might. I just, I get it in the way that I understand, like, jazz music. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand why this is good. I understand that, like, it's just not. Yeah. Nah, it's you. It. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I get it that way where it's, um, it's not fun. No, at all i don't know if you tried these games yet they're not fun no it's not for me i know my limits i know what kind of games i like i like i like two or three very specific type of games and there's a bunch of them in that wheelhouse and i'll just play those and, and you know i typically video games are a meta as we've talked about before it's a meditative thing for me it's a relaxing thing for me i'm never relaxed playing these <laughs> games and maybe that's good i don't know it depends yeah, but um yeah. um God of War, Ragnarok took home best narrative. It took home best score, best audio design, best performance, where both Chris Judge and Sonny, I believe his last, Soljic, 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 the both, so Kratos and um, Atreus were were both nominated. So uh, Stray took home best indie game, which was a surprise to, like, the game was such a surprise that, uh, it was great, but the best indie game category was probably the tightest for me. So you had Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. I've oh. played all of those games. They're fucking awesome. Like, all, all right. of those games are awesome. Right. Um, and let's see. Mo- uh, Marvel Snap won best mobile game. I don't know if you played that yet. That was my favorite oh, plot a little while ago. About that. Yeah, yeah, I remember you talking Yeah, about it's pretty fun. Uh, you probably need a new new phone. Got it. It'll, it'll absolutely just yeah. zap your phone. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. Um, I got two and, trailers. And the, oh yeah, two trailers we got. So we got yeah. there was a bunch of new reveals, but the two big ones that we saw we saw uh, Star Wars Survivor, George Jedi. It was like um, Fallen yeah. Order Jedi Survivor, right? Yeah. So Cal Castus is back. He's looking a little bit grizzled. Um, this apparently takes place the same time as the Mandalorian. 
Oh. So we could potentially see some people here. And that's why I want to see the games now. We have TVs. We got books. We got movies. Bring the games in. And the game game comes out on March 15th. And season Mm -hmm. three of The Mandalorian debuts March 1st. So there is a chance that the first few episodes of The Mandalorian may have something and vice versa. And it's great because they've aged Cal Kestis to yeah. the point now where him and the actor are the same age. So, like, you could put him into movies and TV shows now. Oh, my God. And, and the, the kid's a good play. actor. So, it's like... Yeah. Oh, play. sorry. I, 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 I Sorry, I misspoke. Someone caught it. It takes place at the same time as Obi-Wan. Oh, so it's pre... Okay. It's, so it's, it's Yeah, so it's... Original. It's, it, but it's in what we have now started referring to as the sweet spot. Yep, I like that. Yeah, pre pre episode four, I like. Obviously, Mandalorian is post episode six. Yes, so this is pre episode four. So I'm sorry, I misspoke. Um, oh, okay. So that's that. But there's still a lot you can do there. A lot you can do. He's doing is crazy. Like just and the little trailer they put out there. As you saw, like, you haven't seen yet. Um, but in Fallen Order, yeah, you do you do run into your boy. Oh, and your only course of action is to just run yeah it should be don't even try to fight him just run <laughs> and he's like yeah. pulling down the building around you and you have to like dodge uh, stuff like it's it's crazy i'd be scared yeah. I'd be you, so we scared. Should, you guess what you should fucking play it i don't know why you're not playing it i know i'm i'm busy right now other so than ragnarok i'm saying hey yeah, I'm playing ragnarok. Most, most fun you can have with your clothes on all right fair enough fallen order you can do ring with the sword going off there dude i didn't even play it i just had my uh the fucking virtual reality shit and i had the i was just doing like the demos for the star wars games the uh and i'm like you have an you have an archive that's right yeah yeah i I barely play it but Mm -hmm. whatever and uh i was just playing like the demo or whatever like watching the trailer of the star wars game i didn't even buy the game yet and Mm -hmm. just when you're like in a room and then you hear the breathing and then you like turn over and there's vader it's fucking terrifying i don't think i can handle it i'm not good it doesn't matter how tall you are in vr he's bigger huge yeah oh my god and everything's black and red and you're just like i don't want to be in here <laughs> you're just like covering <laughs> your face with the big light it'd be, yeah, actually, <laughs> be a pretty good video of me just like cowering like play, trying to play the game oh the best we used to take videos of my brother playing beat saber and he would get like super into it yeah and the, the videos are just like him just going crazy with the two things and all of a in the video you just hear like <laughs> <laughs> Like you just like just him breathing like super heavy. Yeah. Don't hear any of the sweet beats. Sweating. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, Suicide Squad. We got a little uh, Batman trailer. Oh, uh, did it get you at the end too? Yeah, yeah. It just had the thing that said "Thank you, Kevin." Yeah. Just like, Ugh. I hurts. know, brutal. Man, he made those I games deserve. so good. And you think about how many hours that you spent playing those Batman games and listening to him narrate the whole thing yeah brutal but yeah that's another game i'm looking forward to playing that one big time so all right anything else that's pretty good that's it man all right well riley i got i got a question for you y'all ready for bisque topic is your christmas turkey well i'm glad you asked it's the topic of the day and today it is my favorite christmas movie of all time it is a muppet family christmas not to be confused with Muppet Christmas Carol, which more people have seen and is on Disney Plus right now. This is a 1987 TV special, which for the longest time I only watched off of a tape recorded by my grandfather, and we would watch the VHS every single year. It is now available in glorious 4K 
on YouTube for Sharp. free. Oh, it's crisp. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does have a Rotten Tomatoes audience score of 81%, which, whatever, we'll get to Who's that. Who's the 19% that doesn't like this shit? Who are these jackwagons? And yeah. apparently not enough critics have weighed in on the film to get a score for that. Uh, interesting, on the runtime, it kind of depends on what version you watch. Because when they first put this movie out on like VHS, there were certain like copyright rules where they had to like X out a bunch of songs. So if you even go to YouTube now, you might find a 40 minute version, a 44 minute version, a 48 minute version. So, but you figure it was on TV, it was an hour. You take 15 minutes out or so for commercials, give or take about 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. The uh, one I watched was 44 minutes. So that yeah. seems to be. I bet you got all the songs yeah. in there. I would, I would yeah. think there's a couple that we'll get to that they sort of taken out, but. Um, all right, we'll begin as we always do with our movie and TV reviews, spoiler free. Ryan, did you like it? Of course, I like this. Of course, Ryan, I have a I'm pulse. Like... Let me check. I have a pulse. Yeah. I'm a human being. Yeah, human. I like this. What's not to like? What's not to love? Mm-hmm. It is just, it's a treat that keeps on going and it just ups the ante as the film. It starts with a bang, it starts with an absolute bang, a song, a whole bunch of Muppets, and then they just keep upping the ante from there. Uh, to me, my, so but the memory I have of this movie is not only just watching the VHS of it and like every single year all the time, but was having my, I don't know when I watched this, maybe I was three, maybe I was four, whatever, having my mind blown that the Muppets, the Sesame Street characters, and the Fraggles were all in the same place at the same time. There's yes. nothing cooler than that, ever. <laughs> and some surprise characters, like there was like, I think every, how many puppeteers did you need? Holy shit. This. And one of the things that I love about this that I, I, and I know Frank Oz and Jim Henson did a lot of the puppeteering and a lot of the voices. Mm-hmm. What you realize is when you watch this huge, you know, you think you want to talk Infinity War, you want to talk Endgame. This yes. might be the greatest crossover event of all time. Yeah. But there are like six to eight voices total <laughs> for every character like all the characters sound yeah. the same like yeah. the turkey is the same voice as rizzo yeah. is the same voice as like whatever. it's also like, amazing watching this with my daughter now who like she loves sesame she loves muppet babies and we watch the like the newer muppet movies with her so she's yeah. generally where we watched fraggles a while ago i don't know if she remembers them outside of this movie but back in the 80s like when we grew up on these shows there were no female characters there was miss piggy there was Janice from the Electric Mayhem. There was Prairie Dawn, who didn't even have a line in this movie. Right. And that's it. Like, they had to make right. Fozzie's mom. It's all dudes. It's just a cock fest for just all. Just a like, hot dog cart <laughs> in that house. <laughs> dudes. Because yeah. she's like, my daughter's like, where's Abby? Where's Rosita? I'm like, yeah, they must have been. Where's Elmo? Else. No, Elmo. Elmo is in it. Elmo's in it. He doesn't he speak, doesn't- though, does he? He doesn't have a lot of lines, but he's he's in there. He's sitting on the step when uh, Gonzo and the turkey are going to fight. He's, like, sitting on the step with, uh, with Rizzo, I think. He also... Hey, hey he, by the way, the turkey? Yeah. Kind of a creep. A little bit. He's a little bit of a creep. A bad guy. Yeah, it's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, but so there's the scene where, they, where all the Sesame guys come rolling in, and uh, Elmo's in that. He also, I think, might have been in like the Santa sketch that they did. But you're right; he's not featured prominently. He's probably pretty new, like '87. Yeah. I thought he hasn't been in the game very long. Um, I'll get to the, some of the ones that that were missing coming up as well. Who's your favorite Muppet of all time? My favorite Muppet. It's it's a loaded right quote. now. 
This is this might be recency bias, but I can tell you whenever he's on screen, this Muppet is an absolute powerhouse, and that is Pepe the King Prawn. He is a that dude. He's pretty funny. He's, he's pretty funny. He's not in this. No, sadly, he's not, he's not yeah. featured in this. He's also a new. I do, but I do love Beaker, and I do love the Swedish Chef. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, those are good ones. And then the new Muppet Show that they did on Disney Plus. There's a Swedish Chef sketch that is like laugh out loud. It's like a cooking it's, show. Yeah, the one where he makes the mole tacos with Danny Trejo is one of my. It's so like, that's his pants it, funny. It's it's funny, and now my kids, when they eat something that is too hot for them, they will now say that it's too specie. <laughs> specie. <laughs> it's so. That, yeah. If if nothing else, that shows. And actually, the uh, the the like the host of that show doesn't it look like the turkey kind of like they like kind of, yes. that turkey in a way. Yep. Um, I love Rolf. Rolf's my favorite. I also think pound for pound, it's hard to beat Gonzo. Gonzo's just. They tried to do it with Go- with Grover and Stress- Sesame Street. I feel like Grover is the Gonzo of that crew, but like yeah. doesn't work. Uh, Gonzo's not as way well. Better, way better than Grover. Mm-hmm. There's also now. Uh, do we? I was always told that Gonzo was a vulture, but yeah, the Christmas vulture. turkey in this tells him that you're not even a bird, right? Which and he says nobody's perfect, which is a great line, yes. suggesting that he isn't a bird. It was later revealed that Gonzo's just. A Muppet or a Gonzo, whatever. A gonzo. Like, like animals not- and animal. Yeah. You think animal's a dog? No. Animal's animal. Animal won't be a dog. Yeah. But it was. We're not. We're getting into spoilers here, but. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think. I'm trying to think. So I like Rizzo the rat. He's amazing in a Muppet Christmas Carol. In fact, Gonzo yes. and Rizzo crush it in Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes. The uh Rizzo's in it, but not really featured much in, in this one at all. But um what's your best favorite song from the movie? They do a good job, they have a bunch of um, heaters. The one the one that I I hadn't watched this in a while. Um, and the one that like jumped out to me, the Fraggle song, was it like Pass It On or something like that? Yeah. Uh-uh, that pass song, it on. That song slaps. <laughs> yeah. It's I, I gotta tell you, I'm no Scrooge. I do get into the Christmas spirit, but I'm not a big like Christmas carol person. Okay. So it was nice to get a little bit of like an original. Oh yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, they also had um, they do Jingle Bell Rock by the Electric Mayhem, which is just amazing, and it's so well done. Out, it's Kermit and Robin singing Jingle Bells, all kind of like sad, and then all of a sudden they just come in fucking full go, amps up to eleven, crowds going nuts for them, and so Jingle Bell Rock, the the song on the way in too, when they're in the truck, that's a banger. They kill it and they're all singing it together and they're going. I love that one. Um, I gotta tell you though, if I'm Doc, yeah, I'm pissed. Yeah, you gotta get your money. Lady, this is my Airbnb, and now your kid shows up with like 50 of his friends. Now, what the fuck? I want my money back. 50 on the low end. Well, it originally shows up with 50, and then the other crew starts coming. Yeah, no, he warmed up eventually, though. And then I gotta go get your your pig girlfriend. Yeah, literally. I'm sorry, I'm getting into. Am I getting, I'm into spoilers here. I'm, I'm sorry. It a little I'm sorry. Bit. Yeah. To think, what is your dork score for a Muppet Family Christmas? It's a five. Yeah, seems low to me, but fair. I'm going hard six. <laughs> six. Well, I mean, I'm, we, your laser beams on fireballs. Yeah, we'll call a split it there. Yeah, we did our uh, the Dork Shared Universe did the top twenty five Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. I think. 
I had this number one and it did make the list. A couple of other people voted for it, but it was not, I forget where it finished. Maybe mm-hmm. top 10, maybe. Uh, where I finished too. <laughs> top 10. You finished in the top 10? Always. Of what? That doesn't make any sense. That's what the ladies tell me. <laughs> oh, I finished in my pants. All right, let's go. Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! And that's what I mean. My my wife is like, yeah, yeah, and she's like, yeah, you're t- you're top ten. You're top ten <laughs> for you all time. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh. I didn't say all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's cool. Thanks. Yeah. All right. That's the warning. We are now entering full spoilers for a Muppet Family Christmas. So if you've not seen it, it came out 40 years ago. 1987. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't seen it, shut off the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Don't want to spoil another thing for you. Real quick, this is a big what if after like the thousandth viewing Mm -hmm. so one of the many kind of like side stories to this is the christmas turkey like they're gonna so the swedish chef shows up he invites a a live turkey which apparently he was gonna murder and cook and feed everybody yes that turkey kind of a smart aleck you mentioned maybe a bad guy but he gets out kind of handsy with uh camilla camilla yep he then, thinking on his feet, gets Big Bird in. There's not a bigger bird than Big Bird. Right. So he brings Big Bird in. And so now he's in the kitchen. It's just Big Bird and the Swedish chef. The first thing, good instincts by Swedish chef, starts seasoning Big Bird. He's got salt and pepper, and he's just, <laughs> as he's having a conversation, he's seasoning the bird. Yes. I always thought, what if he murdered big bird and fed him to everybody at christmas how would that have gone uh, and you just have like the thing like kramer when he was uh basting the himself monsters. with butter and you just like okay. you have big bird talking as he's after he's been cooked <laughs> i think that would have been horrifying for children because they're all there they're all excited the chef's there the chef's obviously gonna feed cook. a lot of people they gotta feed so many people oh, big bird would feed all of them big birds enormous. the turkey won't and that if i'm the turkey that's my I, look you get a yeah. ton of people out there i'm not gonna feed everybody no that big guy bird, that was like, I'm like, if they cooked them and like, what a weird, like, it would have been a tough thing for everybody. I feel like that day, you know, and then a hard day. Uh, then you like, what you march back to Sesame Street and everybody's like, where's the giant it's canary? Yeah. <laughs> it's a sad day. But he was trying, like, he was trying to cook them up. He was like seasoning them. He's ready to go. So anyway, didn't happen. And I, I would feel like if you're cooking for, muppets and sesame characters you probably gotta go vegetarian if not vegan. oh yeah if not vegan because we got some cows in the mix we get some uh yeah. you know Hell, so we get on the muppet yeah. show you had like fucking lettuce and tomatoes like and actually sesame street had talking fruit so like i don't even know what you eat on those places i don't know what you eat there either you can't um, eat cookies you can eat cookies cookies yeah see cookie monster harmless turns out harmless harmless he did steal uh janice's plate of cookies yeah. Who um, was that strange blue creature? <laughs> um, I will tell you this though. Here's a question for you: What Muppet would you want to live with? Uh, share share a domicile with just Rolf. you and you and it, Rolf. Yeah, he plays the piano. He he could sing a little bit. He seems to be a good guy. He's a dog, at, you know, at the end of the day and the beginning of the day. So we would both pick dogs. You know who I'm taking? Animal. Give me Sprocket. Ah, oh, Sprocket's great. 
Give me Sprocket all day. Yeah. Nice it's a great guy. name. Yep. Good looking dog. You know, happy to see you all the time. Hates I, tried, I made a hard push to name Harrow Sprocket uh, 10 years ago. Yeah. My wife, like Sprocket. She's like, yeah, we're not naming him Sprocket. Like, but I tell you what, you know, he gives, you know, traveling Matt a hard time, but you know, he's mm -hmm. kind of a dick. He is traipsing <laughs> through people's houses. Traveling Matt. Yeah. 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 Just oh, walk yeah. through someone's like dickhead. workshop like that. Giant dickhead. One of the he pops up at the very end. He does. Yeah. He's there. He makes an appearance. I love I, so you talk about like reoccurring gags. Like one of them is like, How'd you get here? Like just like, <laughs> like just everybody in the house. Like, oh, when'd you get here? No, I also love that Doc's reaction. So Fozzie shows up, like you said, 50 dudes deep. Rolling deep. Yeah. Rolling deep. And Janice. 50 dudes and Janice come rolling in the whole truck full. And then I think when Rolf shows up by himself, just just one dog by himself, Doc goes, "What? More people?" Like he's like, "So if it's like, dude, it's one more at this point." That's what, that's who cares? <laughs> and then him and Rolf start Sprocket and Rolf start like talking to each other. Yeah, canine humor. Yeah, he goes, <laughs> uh, "I've been uh, I've been chasing truck, and boy, am I exhausted." That's right. Hilarious. Good joke. Oh, uh, by the way, another best reoccurring joke: the patch of ice. Careful of the icy patch to me is actually the greatest recurring joke in the history of TV or movie. Because anytime someone walks in the door, you're like, oh, and some and some slip and some don't. Yeah, uh, I'm just like close to 50%. But like anytime time. someone walks in, you're like, Whoop. you're like waiting for him to fall. Oh my god. And, and Rolf, Rolf has a great one. Rolf wipes out hard, to which point Fozzie's mom. Yeah, but yeah, presence in the air. <laughs> Fozzie's mom calls it out and goes, Oh, he didn't tell you about the icy patch. She goes, No, I guess not. <laughs> the whole movie icy patch they yeah. didn't put any salt on it they didn't try to chip it away so doc he's literally making bunk beds he can't chip the icy patch off and get make right. sure that people don't slip on that it's just fantastic salt you have salt you're salting the bird just salt a little yeah. salt out there a little sand he's nice no, seasoning big bird yeah Please do it. all right who in just for this movie we already asked you your favorites for this film who was the most valuable muppet just my, well, I have a MVP. Okay, so the most valuable Muppet, it's got to be Fozzie's mom. Like Fozzie's she just, mom she she canceled it. her whole vacation, didn't even yeah. skip a beat. She was like, you know what? No, we're gonna be here. We're gonna do yeah. Christmas with my kid and all his friends. Three months of surfing lessons for Zilch. <laughs> zilch anymore? No, you no, know, Zilch is good. They yeah. need to. That's a good one. Bup you know, Bupkis. Bupkis. Yeah. So. Yeah, Fozzie's mom is really good. You know who I would say? He's not in it a ton, but he has two of the best memeable slash gifable moments of the whole special. Mm -hmm. Sam the Eagle. Yes. So he has two. One, when they all are traipsing in the house and Fozzie's trying to introduce his mom to Kermit and everybody else, and then it just cuts to a second, and then you hear Sam the Eagle go, why am I here? <laughs> Straight up, why am I here? <laughs> what am I doing? And then when they're doing the um, the night before Christmas play, yes. and two headed monster comes out as Santa, and it cuts to Sam the Eagle. He goes, "Is nothing sacred?" <laughs> it is it. I love that's a I use that gif all the time. That's a great one. Is nothing, nothing sacred. sacred? Yes, Sam uh, the Eagle, just the dry humor guy of yep. the whole thing. Um, yep. Is the newscaster? That's not Guy Smiley. No, Guy Smiley is with the Sesame characters, and he mm -hmm. sings a round of the fa-la-la-la-la. Yes, la, he does. La, la, la. He does. So I just wanted to make sure that we're all, like... No, that... Everyone got their due. That is 
because it's basically the same guy. It's very similar. He has a bigger head and bigger face. The uh, barometers are falling sharply. Ah! That was a good joke. That was a good joke. Yeah, the whole thing's great. Scooter got some. Scooter got some good airtime here too. Scooter's in it a decent amount. He had a couple of lines. Uh, my daughter goes, "Where's Skeeter?" Because obviously Scooter and Skeeter are Muppet mm-hmm. Babies. Together. And did this kick off Muppet Babies? Because there were there was that quick little yeah. vignette of them as babies. Yeah, so it's technically a four-way crossover. So I don't know if it kicked off Muppet Babies. because I, I think they kind of purposely put it in there to sort of show, like, these are all the properties that we have. But you're right, it did kind of launch that. I also remember as a kid, so outside of the characters that were created after the fact, there are a few characters who weren't in it that were just missing. Mm-hmm. And as a kid, I was always surprised. There was no Telly who was... Yeah. Very popular in Sesame. Yes. That one didn't make any sense. Like, Harry Monster's in it, but no telly. There was one big missing that I didn't see. Snuffleupagus. Snuffy is not in there. He's huge. That must have just been a, we don't have room for it choice. There's li- physically no room for He's that enormous. character. Yeah. Okay. Telly and Snuffy were really the two that I was surprised just weren't there. Um, Who else? I think, like, I think all the Muppets were there right uh yeah oh no you know who wasn't there <laughs> my actually my daughter asked sweetums also a size problem so sweetums is the huge guy the oh yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 that is that the guy who eats everything yeah, i think he eats a lot of stuff yeah so no yes. sweetums you he's know the guy, he's on he's on one of the game shows with pepe where they, uh-huh. throw, they throw socks in his mouth yeah he's huge yeah so he yeah he did not he did not attend uh What's the name of the one? He looks like a little strung out heroin addict. He's like gray and he's got like those big eyes. Crazy Harry. Is it Crazy Harry? Yeah. Yeah. I could do Muppet trivia all day. You're thinking of Crazy Harry. I am thinking of Crazy Harry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy Harry's in it. Uh, Lou Zealand is in it. Beauregard is in it. Um, Sherlock, believe it or not, is in it. He kind of is in the back. He is a Sesame character. He's green, basically just your Sherlock Holmes. He's in it. Yep. Forgetful Jones is in it. He's like in the way back. Biff, who fucking is the who builds stuff. Biff the Builder, he's in it. Yes. Did we get the Manamana guy? Is he in there? Um, who Marvin Suggs? Is that what his name is? Yeah, I think it's Marvin Suggs. Yeah, I think he was in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if you're if. Uh, there are two things now that I can tell people that you're better than most people at. One is naming where professional football players went to college or basketball yep. players. Basketball, yeah, yeah. And the two, Muppets. Muppets. Yeah. I like Muppets. Yeah. I uh, said a Muppet that looks like a strung out heroin addict. And you're like, yeah, that's crazy hairy. He's a big into <laughs> explosives. Yeah. 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 I can see that now that I've just Google image searched it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else. Yeah. Beauregard, he had a line. He was going to go shovel the next day. So he yes. pops up. He's like, aren't you glad they were warm and toasty? I'll, the snowman. I love the snowman too. Doing snowman shit. Rosen. Great yeah. line too. When he's like, when Fozzie's trying to get Kermit to go outside and listen to the comedy act, and, he's, and Kermit's like, it's too cold out. He's like, it's not cold. And then the snowman comes in. He's like, Fozzie, can I come inside? It's like, you know, warm up. <laughs> like, all right, it's cold. It's a little cold. It is a little cold. Right. It's cold. All right. Plot hole. One plot hole. Again, still six out of six. You're not going to knock me off a six out of six. But. Statler and Waldorf show up. Yes. They claim that they're friends with Fozzie's mom mm-hmm. and they visit her every Christmas. 
There's no way Fozzie wouldn't have known that at this point. There was no way he would have known that. The other plot hole, too, is that if the Fraggles live where they, if they live in Doc's house, how the hell did they get all the way out there? Do they have a tunnel that goes all the way there? So I would say yes. I feel like there's Fraggles. And where were the Doozers? No Doozers. Or no, was there a Doozer at the very end? No, I don't think there was. No, there wasn't. Um, No, but also... If Statler and Waldorf see her all the time, then they would have gone to San Diego or wherever with her. They wouldn't have been there. Like they wouldn't. Have, they wouldn't have been there. Right. Kind of almost fucked the whole movie. But oh, they... that's almost pork. That's why I gave it a five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, favorite moments. We already sort of hit on uh, a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. The uh, yeah, just like the running, the different jokes. The, the, the yeah, I love the icy patch. Was probably my favorite part. To this day, is still my favorite part. You know, I also because I'm not a huge Miss Piggy fan, so I like how they used her in this. So she's like sort of not there for a while. They just check in on her quickly. And she has a good line when she's like pushing the cab. When I count to three, gun it. (laughs) Just like the mud (laughs) in her face. One of the things that I didn't like about this, though, now watching it again, is they hadn't really figured out Miss Piggy's eyes. Oh yeah, she's just got that like dead stare like all the time. Like they couldn't like she didn't emote like the other. You know how like Kermit can like scrunch his face up or like Fozzie like like ah like that. Her eyes are just like dead, dead eyes. I'm telling you, they had a hard hand. The female characters was a weak spot for Muppets Sesame for a long, long time. And Janice like doesn't even have eyes. Nope, (laughs) she's just stoned out of her mind. Oh, she's just stoned, stoned. Yeah, yeah. Electric Mayhem course, uh, Doctor Teeth. You have Janice. Zoot, animal, and uh lips. Yeah, that's, that's the crew. Zoot. Yeah, man. Yeah, fucking zoot crushing it on the sacks. <laughs> yeah. Uh and you get a Jim Henson cameo as well. He's the guy that's uh pops in at the end. Pops in the end and washing he, dishes. Washing dishes with and who's right there with him? Yeah, you're right. drying the dishes. Good call. Yeah, yeah. I, there's a good line too at the beginning where uh when, when all the characters show up and Doc says to Sprock, he goes. Are these like the fraggles you're telling me about? He's like, mm, kind of. <laughs> He's like, they're sort of, sort of yeah. like them. But yeah, man, this is a treat. I've been watching it literally every day because now it's something that my daughter wants to watch. So I'm like, I won't say no to this. I'm not going to say no. I'll watch you, this every day. You get that and Bluey, you're good. You're in good shape. Yep. It has been a lot ping ponging back between uh, this and Bluey, which mm-hmm. really can't go wrong. Again, so we were watching the Bluey Christmas special or Christmas episode. And because they're in Australia, they would mm-hmm. go for a little Christmas swim. That's like, right, because it, it, it's the summer there. there. Anything else, Fry, on a Muppet family Christmas? It's a delight. It is a oh, delightful God. little forty-five minutes. You know, it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna overstate this. Like this is an actual thing that happened. It put me in a better mood. Yes. Like I like I was fine. Like I was like, eh. it put me in a good mood. I watched it and I was in a good mood afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing about it is like it's quick, like it's longer than an episode of like a regular TV show, but it's not like a long movie, so it's like perfect for kids, and it's one that there's enough humor that you're gonna like. And my uh, kids so. haven't seen it, and I think they would love it. Yeah, pop it in. Yeah, pop, pop it. it in. I'll just shut up, Siri. Oh, yeah, um, you know, yeah, just go to YouTube app. Well, I was thinking like so last year I just put it on when CC was two, mm-hmm. and I knew she liked Sesame enough that I'm like if she can just get through whatever it was 15 minutes until sesame guys show up then she'll love it and that's what happens she was just like watching like all the guys and then now she's like gotta see it gotta watch it <laughs> perfect for me like that perfect 
And she's right. like, who's that old guy at the end wearing that weird tuxedo? I'm like, that's Jim Henson. Jim yeah. Henson. He created the whole thing. The whole, you know, would you have liked some Skeksis in there? <laughs> no, I would not. Dark Crystal. <laughs> yeah, they just look at the back. They like, show up for Christmas. Ah, Chamberlain! Like, they're fighting in the background. I'd be scared. I'd be, I'd be absolutely terrified. So let us know what you guys think. Muppet Family Christmas. Oh, the other thing, too, is there's some examples of uh, commercials or there um examples of commercials there's some versions that people have put on youtube that is just ripped from 87 and it includes the commercials and talk about a blast from the past there it's all oh, like I'm games sure. and like you know all kinds of like shit. mac tonight like some like weird mcdonald's commercial yeah oh yeah 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 i think it's like yeah it's like old weird mcdonald's ones it's, it's like different board games and like uh toys that always look so badass on tv and then you'd get them and you're like oh then really look like that but what is the game that like the christmas game you got because there's always a board game that you were like this looks sweet on tv and then you played it and this was like this is actually fucking sweet and i'm gonna say the answer there's one correct answer which one you crossfire oh you know what i think there is an ad for crossfire on this and that game was tits that game was awesome (laughs) i'll play crossfire today if someone has it i don't know if anybody's got a crossfire but that would be a good pull uh, so this I've seen before. And so goose sent this to me cause he heard we were doing this episode. So this was on like, whatever you're like ABC or like CBS. And so it's on whatever your affiliate is. So this, this didn't play across the whole country, but so this must've run, I'm guessing like eight to nine or seven to eight or whatever. And like at the very end of the movie, it cuts to like, what's coming on the local news. Right. Yeah. So th- listen to this transition. So it's the very end of the movie into a story that they were going to Wait, before you play this, I just want to say one thing before I forget to say it. I think it's, I forget which character it is, but at the end of the movie, when they're like, hey, let's go do this. There's, oh, it's like someone drops an A. Like a kid, like a Canadian, like, oh, let's go over there, eh? Like someone draw. I think it's, you have to listen to it again. Is it the snowman? I don't know, but there is a okay. Canadian accent. I thought it caught me off guard. I was like, hold on. This oh no, good. it's uh it's one of the fraggles. I think it might be uh yes. Gobo. Yes, the goal. Let's check out what they're doing, eh? Oh, it's Gobo. Yeah. Yeah. Gobo says it. Yep. Yeah, they're right, those, so the, you got Gobo, Gobo, Red, Wembley, Wembley. uh Boober. Boober and like Moki or something like that. Oh yeah, Moki. Yeah. yeah. M-O-K-E-Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are trickier names. All right, yeah. So this is the uh the end, whatever this one was. You didn't hear it? I can't hear it. What the fuck? I can't hear it. <laughs> so I was like, if you're playing it right now, I can't hear a damn thing. Hey, did I'll anybody else it. hear it in the chat? I just, or did I just listen to myself? <laughs> Let me know if, if everybody else heard it. No, oh, that's ridiculous. You were like making this face like, ah? Ah? Uh-huh? And I'm like, no? Right, no, I got nothing. That didn't work? God damn it. God damn it. We What the fuck? What a waste. What, what a waste. Piece of shit. Well, I'll send it to you anyway. No, no, nobody no, heard yeah, it. No one heard it. Yeah. What the fuck? How did well, that not work? Shit. What? <laughs> All right. Let me see. Let me see if I can find a way to get this thing. It, okay. Could you just say, is it like a crime? No, it's not a crime, but it's like pretty fucked up. It's like, it's a terrible. It's like a what the shit? Let me see if I could find it. Uh. All right. I downloaded it. And let me. Can you hear? 
it's gonna just automatically play unless my computer just shuts down because it's like what are you doing we can't hear it i know no, no, i know i'm trying hold on a second where is this fucking thing all right that should have worked and for somebody who's really good with this stuff that sh- that definitely should have worked Merry can you hear that yeah I'm Dr. Timothy Johnson. Later on Nightline, it's a controversy about life and death. Do you keep a doomed baby alive so its organs can be used to save the lives of others? Stay tuned for Julie Andrews and the Sound of Christmas. Next, followed by Truman Capote's Emmy-winning classic, A Christmas Memory, starring Geraldine Page. What the fuck? How is that <laughs> a, even a thing? <laughs> and then following Muppet Family Christmas like two seconds. Kermit saying Merry Christmas. And then it cuts to like one of the most morbid thoughts you can have. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, that's jarring. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking terrible. Uh, well, I'm glad we got there. Oh, I'm glad we finally. I'm glad I heard that. I had never heard that before. So glad that was worth enough. the wait. Yeah. Yeah, and like and like the uh, the video for it is just it's still the side of the farmhouse and just like the credits are rolling and that's what you hear. <laughs> like, oh, what the shit? We're still we're still in Fozzie's mother's house. Relax. It's eight <laughs> o'clock at night on a Sunday. I, I am not comfortable. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Yeah. By the way, let us know what you guys think. Dorkpodcast at gmail.com or you can uh, tweet us, Instagram, leave a comment here on YouTube as well at Dork Podcast. Thoughts of uh, a Muppet Family Christmas. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. All right, Ry, would you like to kick, receive, defer, or you may choose at this time to defend a goal? I will defer to to okay. you. Okay. I have uh, two. So one I was going to mention was the movie that just got nominated, the uh, the Banshees at uh, Inish Sharon. Yeah, yeah. So I got to finish that. That's already really good. Two other movies that are on Netflix that are both pretty good. Uh, Bullet Train on Netflix right now. Not the best movie of the world. Haven't watched it yet, but I plan on it. Worth watching at home for sure. And you know what was pretty damn good? Pinocchio. Guillermo Gu- del Toro's I was waiting for that. Yeah, I heard nothing but good things about this. And those are two movies that I'm like, is it is it is it scary? Is it going to scare an eight-year-old? I would not show it to an eight-year-old. Okay, good. So I can watch it on my own. I would. Yeah, that's that was going to be my point. I would never tell anybody what to do with their kids, how to raise them. But as I was watching it, I'm like, man, it is heavy. There's a lot of conversations you would have to have even on top of life and death that you, and that's in like a lot of Disney movies anyway, but like there's a lot of that, but then there's a lot of just fucked up shit. It's It's a fucked up movie. Really? Yeah. But it's Um, a fucked up story. It's a fucked up story. Let's call it what it is. Like Pinocchio is kind of like all these Disney movies that kind of get like kid washed is what I would call. Like they kind of get like, Uh like if you've read The Little Mermaid, if you've read Pinocchio, if you've read even like Goldilocks and the Three Bears, which was like an old story, but like those fucked up stories, you know? Yeah. Well, it's funny too because on Netflix, you know how they always put at the top like what the rating is, and then they say why. So this is PG, Uh which again, I mean it, it is, I guess, but it's like certainly not G. But the stuff it says for PG, it's all like disturbing this and like this. All it's all like fucked up things, and then yeah. it still lands on PG. But 
yeah, there were a few things. I'm like, oh my god, if I was watching this with my daughter and she asked me about it, I'd be like, eh, I don't remember that from the book. <laughs> like, yeah. Eh. Go ask your mom about it, but yeah, it was good and it was uh, the animation's pretty cool, a little bit different. It's Guillermo del Toro, so you're gonna have some, and like, it's it's getting cool. like you know, this is gonna be like the Pixar killer this year, yeah. the one that's gonna like Academy Awards is gonna for best animated feature, like this is gonna win. It's weird though for anybody out there that uh does have young kids that either have already seen it or you're gonna show it to them. I'm curious what their take is. Like, I'm sure there's a lot that's over their heads, but there's some that's like very obvious, and I'm curious, like, what kind of well, now I'm more intrigued. Now I might watch it when I get up, when I hang up this phone. Yeah. Give it a go. Yeah. That's so I also have a Netflix Ooh. for my pick of the pod. Um, my wife and I watch. It's hundred. It's an hour and a half. Nice tight little drama. Emily the Criminal. Oh, um, with Aubrey starring Plaza? Aubrey Plaza and Theo Rossi from Sons of Anarchy. Hmm. I won't give too. Obviously, I'm not going to give too much of the plot away. But like, nice little hour and a half drama. Which is so basically, she's this you know young girl, younger, but you know she's twenty uh, something, down on her luck, has student loans, and you know went to jail briefly for like a you know minor conviction, but like can't get a job, so she winds up working for like some less than reputable people, and I'll just kind of leave it at that. And it's kind of a, it, it's as much as a drama as it is like a social commentary, like people mm -hmm. who are just like paycheck to paycheck, like how do you how do you get ahead? Like, how do you even like survive in this world? Yeah. You know? So as a, as a educator, you know, who has yeah. several side hustles, like I guess how do, you do it, you know? Uh -huh. Yeah. No, it's a good, so, good one. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, Emily, the criminal. It's good. All right. I'll check that out for sure. All right. So next week we're going to do the dork awards. So get oh, ready yeah. for that. We're going to have uh, all I got some homework to do. I know I gotta, I gotta dig up what the awards were and then we can uh, go through them. So we'll have six nominees. For everything in movies, TV, video games, we'll check in with the TLDR guys for some comic books and some of the. We're gonna check in with uh, um, our annual audio recap with um, Jordan. Oh, yes. See if Jordan's kept up with that. Yeah, we can put yeah. that out maybe the following week. He usually has that by the end of the calendar year. Uh huh. So he, we'll already, he asked me a question about it on Twitter. There was a uh, not to tip our hand, but there was a mention of a former sponsor, and he's like, "What do you want me to do?" I'm like, "Fuck them, put it in." <laughs> doesn't matter yeah doesn't matter yeah so Monday, yeah, i can tell you they're not listening so no because no, no, no. <laughs> that's, that's part true. of that was part of the issue <laughs> all right so we'll be back monday back to no patriots game on monday so we'll be yeah. back to uh, our regular monday 8 45 spot for our uh year in review or not a year in review our awards then the year in review will come out later and uh, that'll be that. So you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Dork Podcast. Subscribe on the YouTube channel as well. Email us. You can also toss in some uh, should I have bought this as well to dorkpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Dave, you don't give a shit about anything, do you? What'd you say? I said you don't give a shit about anything, do you? Not really. <laughs>